Well, last time I didn't even say welcome to the Celesto show, which I usually did. So welcome everybody. Uh, we are live today again. And today we have um, Aiden, Aiden. How do I pronounce it? It's Aiden. Bro, Aiden. we've been talking for the pad before the stream started rolling. <laughs> Aiden, okay. Can you introduce yourself a little bit so people can know who you are? What do you do? Yeah, I got you. All right, so my name is Aiden. Of course, uh, I currently run the brand Aiden Inc. and uh, my business Aiden Innovations. I'm currently 17 years old. I'm in the East Coast right now in America, and a few a few goals of mine and a few things that I'm doing is um, hoping to uh, spread positivity and help people seek change within themselves with the things like spirituality, you know, mindfulness, finding the root cause of uh, issues, and um, trying to uh, you know create financial security, independence for myself, my family, and stuff. There's a there's a lot, and then obviously fitness goals. There's there's so many things, uh, but I, I'd say like the main thing uh, and a quote that I go by that I always tell people is it's the small shifts that make the biggest tides. So, so it's something that you know people think they need to make a really drastic change in their life to have a big difference, and it's really the really the small things that uh, truly add up. Okay, and and those small things are those are like mindset shifts, or or what is it? Well, uh, well, it can be as simple as like surrounding yourself with better people as like all right like maybe i was hanging around with the wrong crowd like a small thing like just meeting new people like that can make a big difference for you or mm -hmm. like hey maybe i was you know spending time on my phone too much like let me block a few apps or let me delete some apps like small things like that it could be actions it also can be mindset i mean mindset is definitely a bigger thing um as that's something that people tend to struggle with a bit more in terms of like changing their mindset and kind of having the realization that like they need to actually change something or there's something currently wrong that you know needs improvement okay so th those those small changes like what are like some small personal changes that you had to make because you you of course just like me i guess come from maybe a very rough past because that's how people often end up on self-improvement so what are the tiny changes or the big changes maybe that you had to made had to make I mean, the list is kind of kind of endless, but I guess some of the like first things I, I did was uh, separating myself from uh, my old friend group and kind of people that I realized weren't really helping me out a lot. And I could do a lot better if I had better um, people supporting me and, um, you know, pushing me towards my goals instead of pulling me back. So I guess small thing was doing that, which can be big to some people. It's just, you know, really dependent on how you view it. Mm -hmm. um, another thing was literally just setting my uh, settings on my phone so I can't use my uh, phone after a certain time i can't use certain apps for like over 30 minutes oh, you did that today right time yeah yeah i mean like i even have it set up now for my computer which is an even bigger one i think that's a that's a major major thing because a lot of people they they know like oh you know spending too much time on my phone is bad but then they need to also look at their computer or like whatever the devices they use so yeah and literally just giving like giving my mom the password to it so i can't change it and just be like <laughs> all right there you go so now like regardless no matter what like i won't be able to use my phone past a certain time or i can't use certain apps and it's like that's the discipline that you need to and the risk sometimes that you need to take for yourself to uh, make big changes so yeah those are a few things just like getting rid of um not getting rid of but moving away from i guess negative people um just you know removing distractions from your environment and uh yeah okay so so what what led you to this path of like having the the courage and also the kind of the motivation to change yourself in this way because it has to come from something right 
Yeah, I'd say the one of the bigger driving points for me was when I got in my first relationship, and I thought it was like the shit. I thought I was the shit for that, and I like later realized like it set me back so much, and I had like lost far more than I gained, and it really set me on like what am I really doing? Like I've been wanting to you know hit, reach my goals. I've been wanting like work on a business or, you know, start making videos or, you know, start doing pod, like, just like how you're doing, like start doing podcasts mm -hmm. and start to, you know, do more writing and more reading and more learning, like doing sports. Like there's so many things I wanted to do, but I felt like just like a relationship in and of itself, like, especially when you're younger can really, um, can sometimes like hold you back from what's really possible, especially because most people are not mature enough to, you know, when they're even getting in relationships to understand like, what does a relationship really mean? And it's a lot more than just like going out on a date or just, you know, talking to them and giving them a call. Like it's, it's a lot bigger than that. So yeah, I think that was one of the main drivers is just like getting out of that and being like, this is where I really set the tone for my new life. And uh, yeah, that was one of the major things for me. Okay. Because uh, like, what do you see happening in yourself when you get into a relationship? Because for me personally, um, like I desire to be with a woman and I really want a relationship, but I notice that quite often when I get it, I get like way too comfortable. And then it's like, I'm skipping the gym. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't read as much as I would. And that's exactly why the woman was attracted to me in the first place, because I have discipline and I have a purpose and then I get weak. So like, do you experience the same with that or not? Yeah, I, that's that's exactly what I experienced. And it's it's hilarious because that's exactly what happened in uh, my previous relationship where it's like you just get comfortable. You got comfortable because of, you know, what you got. And I think that's actually it's really ironic, actually, that you would expect to gain so much when you get in a relationship. But in reality, you actually lose discipline and focus because mm -hmm. of it. So I find that really fascinating. OK, well, let me just um, tell people we're live on Instagram. I forgot to do that. OK. Yeah, you're chill, bro. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hey, I'm sure. I'm, I'm already ready, man. You're already ready. All right. Yeah, I'm already ready. <laughs> okay, so the relationships we talked about that, right? So yeah. you said you had you are 17 now, right? When was that relationship? Yeah. Uh, 15. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 15. Was it like serious stuff? I mean, bro, you're 15. I don't know what type of question that is. Like you're. I mean, it I can look, be serious. Hey, look, I look. I fifty. Look, for a fifty-year-old to have a serious relationship, like, bro, that that. Yeah. Like, okay. 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 I what about you? I'm curious. Like, so what about you? Like, when you were fifteen years, fifteen years old, you were having serious relationships. With no, not really. But I never really been like a relationship type of guy. I've been like a very much of a loner for like my entire life, really. So like uh, I, I had like, okay. so like in the, in the first class of high school, that's when I got like relationships, but that was like really cringy stuff to the point where like, it was too like exciting, too scary to like kiss each other or something. Yeah. That, that's how cringy it was. So yeah. Hey, look, and that, that just comes down to like, I, I always hear the word like that's cringy or like, that's weird. And like, it it always makes me laugh. Cause it's like, but you're just like, you're just, you kind of, what's the best way to say this? It's like, Oh shit, that's so cringy. Like that's so weird. It's just like that. It's just called being uncomfortable. Like it just makes you feel uncomfortable whenever you see that. Yeah, but it's also kind of funny, you know. Like th this, this is how yeah, I used is. to no. think. That, that's yeah, no, no, that's it more. Is. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, 
I, I was the same. Literally, it was funny that you say that because I think in the beginning of high school it was a little bit similar to me because that was the time I got a job. So, you know, I had, I guess I had like some money at that point. Um, so, yeah, I got, I got like a little bit more attention then, but still, it was like, it's still funny to like look back on and be like, bro, what the hell were you doing? Like, this is, it really is. Mm, funny. Yeah, but, but I was like, uh, I was like a skinny, nice guy, you know? I was like with the girls all the time, you know? Oh, yeah, no, no. I, I was too. I was too. Yeah, that's, okay, that's, what what made you do that? What what drove you to do that? Like it it could be yeah, unconsciously, what? right? Like being with the girls yeah. all the time. What did it give you? Why did you do that? What like are, are you saying like get into relationships or like what do you mean specifically? Wait, by the way, I see that my uh my camera is on the bottom corner, so you see myself two times. Okay, wait, I, I changed <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, the, my question was um when you were like. That skinny nice guy, right? And you were with the guy, uh, with the girls all the time. What made you do that? Well, that that goes back to like, since like you, I guess you and I were like loners in the sense that like we kind of grew up like you know not having as many people around us. You want to be with more people, like you that desire to be around more people is kind of higher. Mm -hmm. So you kind of like you get comfort, you get validation when you spend more time with people. So that was how it was for me. It was like. Okay, if I spend more time with people, people will say stuff about me. People will, like, you know, you you kind of be in the loop of things, and you won't feel left out. And like, I think that was one of the big things. Where it's like, you were uncomfortable being by yourself. Whereas like now, like I'm comfortable, like because it's like what I chose to do. Whereas like before, I was trying to like chase mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I'm also like primarily alone in my life. Really, is is that the same for you? Well, it's not that like okay. I, I guess I am alone in the sense that like I'm doing all most of my stuff like by myself, but I have friends. Like I have like a great community. I have like mm -hmm. tons of people I'm surrounded by. It's just that like, I guess in terms of like, oh, am I going out every single weekend and hanging out with people? Am I going and talking to friends all the time? Like no, because I'm just I'm just doing stuff and I'm just staying busy. So it's like in that sense, I guess you would like classify me as like lonely. But it's like I feel content and I'm happy with where I am. Like even if I'm not going out and you know, partying all the time or whatever, you know, normally people might be doing at like our age. Have you done that? Have you been through a phase no, that you did that? I mean, not really, actually, because I, I just always did not. I always just said no. Like, I always just stopped myself from going to that phase because I was just like, I know the people that went down that route and they didn't they didn't turn out the best. No diss to them. Uh, but I was like, that kind of like made me cautious about myself. So I was like, all right, let me like be careful. Let me not try, you know, doing anything. Okay, but you you could go to parties if you wanted to. Like you weren't like such a loner to the point where nobody would even invite you in the first place. No, I mean, like I'd say maybe like middle school earlier, yeah. But like in high school, like there's opportunity, like there's parties every single like few weekends. So it's like it's always there, but it's like was that really something I wanted to do? Nah. Like, oh, I thought it would be fun. I got invited by like what, um some people when I was like in a relationship and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was like, like you kind of get those offers and it's like, eh, like you have to be, or I mean, that was the time when I was actually like really disappointed with myself where like the relationship aspect didn't really like um, kind of phase me as much. So at that point I was just like, nah, because I know like my value as a person would be would literally just be going down because I wouldn't respect my time, I'd respect myself to be going to a party and messing around. So, I mean, like, look, there's nothing wrong with going and messing around and stuff. Like, especially if you're younger, like maybe that's something that's like cultural or like your friends do that. But it's like, it really depends on your goals and like what you're actually trying to do with your life. And 
for me, yeah. it's like that's this is not part of like you know my mo. That's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I think people can mess around, but if you if you already only mess around, then why the fuck are you gonna mess around? <laughs> I mean, if I mess around, yeah. but I've been working hard for the past week, then I can mess around. Like I tell myself, I gotta deserve to mess around. That's kind of the yeah, the yeah. mindset I'm in. Yeah, you don't just like mess around, mess around. You're just like, all right, you know, I mess around because I can, because I can do it. It's like no, because you actually put in the work. Yeah, like now is finally time to mess around because you've been working hard for the past few weeks, so you gotta deserve yeah, you, messing around. Got you. I mean, what do you what do you think like messing around is to you? Like, what what does that like count as in like maybe your everyday life? I'm messing around just that it doesn't matter what you do at all. Um, but but messing around for me, I don't really seem to enjoy messing around anymore. But it's just more of like not being focused on the task that you need to complete. Because normally if I don't mess around, I have a list of tasks. This is what I'm going to do today. Record two videos, make a presentation, do a post on Reddit, whatever. That's the stuff I have on my list. Not having a list is messing around for me. So that can also just be that I'm just with friends, you know, which is very important as well. I, I actually need to prioritize this because, um, you know, throughout the years of me, like being a loner, uh, being a loner and getting bullied at school, I've really just gotten used to being alone. And now I do have friends, but it just doesn't seem to go like automatically. So I, I would just literally, if it's vacation, I would just spend three weeks grinding my ass off the entire vacation, going to the gym, recording YouTube videos, reading books, and it will just continue. It, it doesn't seem to go automatically to be like, oh yeah, now I'm going to see friends. So I need to well, prioritize I mean, that. Hey, you were, it seems like you were focused. And I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Like, here's the thing. You will have opportunities to go mm -hmm. and spend time with friends. It's not like that will just disappear, but kind of these like younger years in our life are like, pretty important in terms of like we we have a lot less responsibility is just as an example and it's like that gives us more room to go and do stuff so it's like yeah you can build you know you can build friendships and stuff and that i i believe that's very very important but it's also like you don't want to make sure you're doing that and you're sacrificing important things like you know building really good positive habits and like atomic habits all, all obviously covers that but it's like it's just the small things that like over time makes you know becomes a part of your life uh, becomes a lifestyle and you don't want to like sacrifice those things because like, oh, I'm out with friends and like, you know, they offered me a drink or they offered me to like go and eat out. So like now I'm eating like bad food or something. Now I'm messing myself up. It's like, yeah, that's definitely that, not the stuff I just do. Gotta find out. Yeah. yeah, you just got to find out where your your priorities stand. And like a lot of people make uh, excuses. They're like, oh, yeah, like, nah, man, like they just offered it to me. And like, I didn't want to. I felt peer pressure. It's like, no, like, just be honest with yourself. You didn't prioritize it as mm -hmm. much. Like if you did, you would have said no. Or like. That, like that's why whenever people try to like pressure me to do stuff it's like no because like my priorities are higher than that and if your priorities are not then in your head you need to recognize that like that's why you said yes to this or that's why you got pressured to do something you did it yeah so that, that's that's kind of my viewpoint it's a little bit i guess it was a little bit harder like i still have empathy and i'm i'm all about like understanding people and just being being real but yeah like you sometimes people just go too easy on you and the problem with that is like if you're going too easy it just lets you slip like it allows you to have an excuse to slip around whereas like if you have real accountability which i think is a really important thing as well like you you kind of get someone who's going at you and it's like hey like 
I know you really want to do this, but you're not doing that. Like, I don't see you doing that. Yeah, Instead that's the mentorship like, oh, stuff, okay. right? The mentorship and yeah, accountability. I mean, yeah, accountability is kind of like the main part of um my server. And like, I'm still, I am still actively working on like upgrading that and fixing it. But I've realized that like the branding stuff and the mentorship, like it's all important things, but the priority is a different thing for me. So what is it, your it's, priority? It's Priority, uh, the three things that, so we were talking about this before, um, I'd say fitness, school, and business. Those are my like top three things because what, what ends up happening is like you try to do too many things. Like if I try doing all those three things consistently and like at a 200% and then I try adding in like my brand stuff and like my community stuff in that too, what ends up happening is like some other things will slip. Whereas like if I spend like a good six to 12 months and grind out a few important goals that are my priority at that moment, then I can move on to something else afterwards. And I'll be set because I've already had like, you know, my fitness maintained, like I'm consistently going to, you know, karate or kickboxing. Mm -hmm. Like I know that that's, uh, that's not something that like I have to worry about so I can go focus on something else. But if that's not the case for you, it's like, okay, you need to make that a priority. Then this would be the number one thing until it becomes a part of your life. Like the type of thing where like, if you don't go and wake up and take a cold shower, you feel like shit. Like that type of thing. When, it, when it's that integrated in your life, that's like, yeah. yeah, then you can move on to something else. I cannot imagine not going to the gym or, or eating a shitty meal. It's just like, it's it becomes you or something. It becomes part of you, it becomes you, whatever. I can't imagine my life without it anymore. So then it's then you can up to like adding another habit, right? Is that what you mean? Yeah. and. Maybe not habit. I wouldn't say habit. More of like, um, more of like just a main goal. Because the thing is, like, you can stack goals. So, like, let's say, or like, you can stack habits. I bet where maybe you're doing like your routine at night, and then you can like, you know, obviously brush your teeth and you know maybe shave or clean yourself. And it's like, oh, on top of that, I'll do skincare. And like, oh, on top of that, maybe I'm doing mm -hmm. like orthotropics or I'm doing some like face exercises. Like, you can stack them on top. That's not a main thing. Yeah. So. Actually, I'm curious, like, so both you and I read a lot. So I'm curious what got you into reading. Because for me originally, like, I, like, didn't like reading at all. Because, like, my school would be like, oh, you got to read this book and this book. I'm like, why the fuck do I got to read? But then I started reading for myself and to actually, like, enjoy. And I found it so much better. And I started, like, reading a ton of books. And now I, like, get books every single, like, few days or few weeks from, like, Barnes & Nobles. I'll literally call and be like... Hey, it's me again. Like, I want these books. Like, can you put it on hold for me? They'd be like, all right. And then like, so. Well, what yeah, got curious, me into like, reading? Uh, well, I, I've been like in the, in the kind of the self-improvement space for a little more than two years now. And you hear about reading all the time, right? And at some point it just feels like, you know, you're doing all the habits, but the boring ones, the difficult ones are staying out, right? For me, that was reading and meditation. Those two were fucked. I couldn't do them because they were so difficult. Uh, but then at some point it just felt like, bro, what the fuck you aren't reading? I just told it to myself. I was like, how? Oh. Like everybody tells you you should read and you are not doing it. So then like I I, uh, I remember I um, read my first book, which I got from a friend, uh, which was about the Jungian archetypes, which is like uh, from Carl Jung, which is a psychologist, which was actually a very like difficult book to read. Because it was like they were explaining it in like symbolic uh, images and stuff. Like I didn't understand it at all. Like I had to under, I had to uh, ask my friend to understand it, right? But really, I just felt like I had to read because I heard it everywhere. 
And it just wasn't part of my self-improvement stuff, even though it should be. And now I read an hour every day and I don't regret it. Yeah. Uh, because hey, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, the, the, the fucking best lessons are from the books. And it's just like, um, it's just such a good habit. Oh, there's somebody who asked a question. Leonardo Hattor. He asked, do you think mindfulness is the key to kicking bad habits and addictions? Well, you can answer that one. Uh, I'll definitely, I'll say mindfulness is a huge part. Definitely a huge, huge part. I think um, kicking bad habits, yeah, mindfulness, yeah, I think it would probably be top. I don't know if I'd, I could top it with anything else. Like, I don't know if realization or like having like, like a moment where you actualize something, it, it like counts as mindfulness or it's like a separate category. But like whenever you're just like aware of like, oh shit, like I'm doing this and I should not be doing that. Or you just realize like something's going through your head. You don't want that going through your head. Yeah, I, I count it as mindfulness. Yeah, I think that'd be the top thing because like we have so many things that we do subconsciously that we don't even realize are negatively affecting us or hurting us. So when you actually just take a few breaths, like it makes a difference. People, I, I it's so funny because people used to like trash on meditation and stuff. They used to be like, why are you just sitting down and breathing and stuff? It's like, go do something. It's like, it's for it's for yourself, right? It's to better understand yourself and what's going on around you and within you, which I think ties ties well with like spirituality. With like spirituality is not about like oh like you're following a religion or stuff. It's just like understanding what's within, and that it's not just like oh you're just like a bunch of bones and flesh and blood. Like you're a lot more than that. Okay, well to answer his question as well, I think mindfulness is a part of it, but I think with addiction especially. Uh, it's most important to uh, dive deep into the past, which is, that's kind of what I'm into. Um, because I believe that addiction is always a response to pain. Uh, meaning that if you don't have the right tools, because maybe your parents didn't have, and they didn't teach that to you, um, which doesn't, it, it doesn't mean that they had wrong intentions, because they, they could have loved you very much. But it's about the tools of dealing with negative emotions. So for example, when I would feel lonely, you know what I would do? jack off eat donuts that's that's the type of shit i did because i didn't have the right tools to deal with those things so an addiction is always a response to pain it's the case for everybody doesn't matter what addiction it is it, it's kind of an attempt to solve the problem and if you have the right tools which that's where mindfulness comes in that's where journaling yoga meditation comes in that's when you can actually like deal with the stuff the right way but it's also about like looking at the past and really understanding what pain you're trying to cope with. So that would be my answer. Gotcha. I'm actually curious, like, so in terms of the past, right? Like, when when do you think it becomes too much? Like, when you're overdoing it by, like, oh, like, let me analyze my past. Let me see where I've, like, you know, what I was maybe doing before that I can improve now. Like, where do you think that becomes too much and that you need to actually just start focusing on the present? Because that's something I've seen myself and other people do. Mm -hmm. Where, like, they're constantly journaling. They're constantly looking behind them but they're so focused on looking behind them, they're not looking forward anymore. Well, yeah, I actually hear that quite often. And from the people that I do hear that of are people who aren't themselves looking at their past, uh, which then got me thinking. And um, I, I really feel like, like I'm really much into trauma and like looking back into the past. But if I say looking back into the past, I don't mean, oh, my childhood was so horrible. Oh my God. That's not really what I mean. Yeah, no. I, I, I mean more of, like 
you got to lay the foundation of, okay, this is what has happened to me. This is what, what um, has kind of developed those behavioral patterns that I keep falling back into. Because if we then look at what addiction is, it always has to do with a behavioral pattern that you've acquired before. So what I notice right now is I just seem to fall back in behavioral patterns that are from long ago from the past. So what I do right now to solve my problems is just every time when something happens, I can see I'm falling back into it again. That That's all. Just because I look back at the past and now I know this is the behavioral pattern I've developed. So it's, it's just catching myself every time. It's not that I'm kind of whining about it, crying about what has happened because that has, I've already done that. I've done like maybe 10 therapy sessions um, and now I'm working with uh, like psychedelic medicines uh, to do those things. Um, but it's a lifelong journey for me, you know, because every time I got to catch myself. And if I, if I can give you an example, right? Um, let me think of a good one, right? Um, yeah. So one of the kind of the primary sort of pattern that I fall into is that I, um, first of all, my self-worth is really dependent on performance. So right now for the past three days, I haven't really been able to get any work done. I don't know why, I just can't. I just seem stagnant. Now, what I do then is I just feel miserable. I feel fucked inside because I my self-worth is dependent on what I achieve. Now, when when these things happen, I just fall into the pattern every time of telling myself that I'm not good enough. Now, I've heard so many things in the past of my dad telling me that I wasn't good enough. But also, if I then would look back in the past, look at my parents, the thing I would say to myself, they wouldn't give me the love that I wanted is... It's because there's something wrong with me. Because it was too hard for me to accept the reality that maybe there's something wrong with my parents. And I'm actually in a very dangerous um, childhood home. Because if, if I should accept that reality as a child, it's just too heavy on my brain. It would kill me, you know? So that's, that's a, uh, for example, one of the patterns that I have developed. And there's much more for me. So it's just about catching myself. It's not about whining about the past. You understand? Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, no, I, I do the same thing. So like, I'm, I'm all about like, for example, the snap that you do, mm -hmm. that's something I do. I, I mean, I wasn't doing it actively just because like we're in a podcast, but like, uh, like, let's say I'm, I don't know, like I'm looking at my phone and I realize I'm slowly like starting to like, you know, slouch a little bit. I'll snap my fingers and I'll just get back up. And then anytime now when people are around me, and I do this and I fix up my posture, everyone around me fixes up their posture. <laughs> Whenever I'm All right. with, dude, I kid you, I serious. Like when I tell other people, I say, hey, like why why do you look like you're like the grouch? Like what, what are you doing over there? So like I literally like I take like whatever I'm trying to catch myself on and I kind of like show other people like, hey, like maybe I was looking at my phone and I was getting distracted and I just, I snapped my fingers, turned my phone off and then eventually the people that I'm hanging around with stop doing the same things too. Oh, but you do, you do like the literally, you do literally the snap. No, no, I do because I, I need to literally see myself taking action. Okay. Well, th this snap was more of like explaining, uh, kind of how I catch no, I myself. Literally, no, but I literally do it. Like, oh, okay. Seriously. That's why I thought you were doing it. And like, I was like, oh wait, I do the same thing. So I tell people to do that only just because like, if you say like, 
all right, I'm gonna go and uh, I don't know, clean my room, right? Shout out to Jordan Peterson. <laughs> uh, like instead of just saying, oh, I'm gonna do it and do it, just mm-hmm. like snap your fingers because now you're you know breaking the bad habit of maybe saying, oh, I'm gonna clean my room, but you're not actually gonna do it, or saying like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. do it, but then you don't do it. When you snap, you get like the real version of you, and you you kind of bre- you slowly start to break away um, that bad habit. So. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. was great. Yeah, I, I, have, I haven't really thought about it that way. But let's let's see. Someone commented, right? That was a helpful answer. Thank uh, to both of you. I think I should try meditation to discover myself and find out why I keep doing these things. But I still have that image of it being weird slash gay. Also, great channel and content. Just subscribed. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so back to the snapping. I have snapped my fingers, but that's um, I do it for a different reason. Uh, what I do quite often is um, when I notice that other people, their energies are are staying with me, I kind of do this to cleanse my aura. Th- that's how I use it, uh, but not to like yeah, okay. catch myself. It's more like um, because um, which I'm going to say something now. and You're going to be like, oh, what the fuck? Um, I did a cacao ceremony. Yes. With cacao from from chocolate, from chocolate, cacao. Yeah. And there was a shaman there. And he was kind of giving me some sort of healing stuff. And then what he did was at some point he started like fluting like this. And then then he did this around me. And ever since he did that, I've been doing that to myself. And it just seems to work like uh, for me, like cleansing my energy field. So Dude, that's sick, bro. Yeah. That's sick. It, it was sick. Yeah. yeah. No, no. And, and here's the thing, like those things they they always stick with you they stick with you because it's created such a great experience for you mm-hmm. like so like there's a lot of negative experiences that have shaped your life but there's also a lot of positive things so like one of those things is literally just being like all right like i was like maybe i'm scared to talk to that girl like you snap your fingers and you go like talk to that girl yeah or like let's say you were like you're doing this you know healing thing and you remember it and then maybe you're having a conversation and it kind of gets ugly like after you leave that conversation, just snap and just, you know that you're good. Like that, see the thing is the mind is that powerful where you can do stuff like that and it literally works. Like uh, there's all, there's always the, um, people say it's like pseudoscience and stuff. And a lot of it's not, it's really true, but it's just like science is not really going to explain to you how like shamans are healing you. Like they're, they're not like science is not going to do that because science is like, Oh, you need like hardcore facts and concrete this and like, a lot of it's yeah. not because it's an internal thing, right? Yeah. So I, I, that's, that's what I see. Yeah, I believe that that uh, at some point, if we really want to like create a kind of a medical system that's beneficial to us, the, the Eastern and Western scientists, uh, sciences are going to have to kind of merge together, which you can see that's happening right now with the research that's being done on psychedelic mushrooms for PTSD or addictions uh, or cancer patients. Uh, for alleviating the fear of death that's that's what's happening a lot of uh, uh right now and and then you see that like shamanism and mysticism in general is kind of merging with science but they don't like to see it they don't want it like they just don't seem to grasp it they just don't want to hear of it at all um but it's i think it's important if those sciences merge because then like it seems like uh eastern and western sciences have really been focusing on different things for like thousands of years both of them the eastern sciences is mostly focused on deconstructing time so they would look at water for hours just studying water 
the movement of water around pedals or whatever. That's what they would do. And, you know, Western science is all about energy, you know? And it ended when, when we, you know, discovered how to fucking blow the, the entire earth up. That's the, that's the entire purpose of Western science. So it, it really has to merge, you know, to, to get something out of it. But it seems like uh, yoga is getting more accepted, right? Oh, dude, 100%. Dude, yoga's Okay, well, yoga is the actual Western way of saying yoga. Like, yoga is the original... Um, is like how you call it. But the thing is, yoga is just easier to market. So, you know, it's easier to accept. as it, Oh, it's yoga. It's yoga, guys. We're like, if you say, oh, it's yoga, people are like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, but the, but yeah, like, the Western yoga is different, though, right? It's not. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's like it's, it's like it's modern about stretching. stretching. It's yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah, dude. Like that's not what it's about, like mm -hmm. at all. It's, that this the literally it's not. It's more about like opening up yourself, and yeah, like yoga is like insanely good. Like in like the amount of benefits that yoga gives to you, like people would just think like, oh, I'm just doing some like stretching and stuff. Like it's not that. Like I like from. And here's the thing, like thousands of years of people like doing yoga or yoga and literally just being like so wise and so intellectual, like it's because they allowed themselves to be opened up. They allowed themselves to, you know, kind of grow and heal. But but you have been doing yoga. Yeah, so I was, I got in, I mean, I've been introduced to it like years ago when i was a kid but i was like this is stupid because you know when you're a kid you don't really know why you're doing a lot of stuff so i wasn't really a big part of my my life but recently when i was like all right you know i want to learn more about it i started doing like yoga like early mornings and i learned about like the philosophy behind it so i was doing it like maybe like 5 30 a.m around like 5 5 30 and which is pretty pretty good as well for in terms of like the timing of things because that's also mm -hmm. something that people forget about, but it's like just waking up earlier, just doing things earlier in the morning is better for you than considering like doing it later in the day. So yeah, like doing yoga early in the morning, just being like, holy shit, like I feel amazing. Like I How feel do so you much feel? better. How do you feel after yoga for uh, you? Well, I'd say the main thing is you just feel more like, like your energy just flows better. Like you, you can yeah. just do more stuff. I and feel that more as energy well. To do things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a main thing. Cause I, like inflammation is like the biggest cause of like aging and like disease and everything. So like yoga literally just tackles that and reduces it. So it's like, all right, now that that's not happening as much now energy can flow better and that you can like actually like function better as a human being. And yeah, like so, yeah. so many of us, like we're so normalized to like, Oh shit. Like I'm, I have four, I got four hours of sleep today. And now I'm going to work. It's like, you're genuinely like barely functioning. Like, I don't think people realize that. That how like how less like you're able to understand things and perform and do anything when like you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah, I, I generally do get like eight hours of sleep, but I still feel like that's a little bit too less. I don't really I am not really prioritizing it, which I did realize a while ago. Um, oh, somebody asked a question. Would yoga be the same thing as meditation in terms of benefits? Well, I, I want to answer that real quick. Right. Then you can get on it. For me, uh, yoga is the same as meditation, but the difference between it is that yoga is a different type of meditation. Um, so I use yoga to prolong my meditation because what you will notice with the meditation is that, you know, three minutes feel like three hours. You'll be bored and will be like, what the fuck, I want to do something right now. But with yoga, you can actually like move 
and then the reading exercise and, and that actually makes it very doable. You know, it's kind of a challenge because you don't have to see yoga as like relaxing or something because it, it takes discipline and energy and, you know, you can do like relaxing yoga, but then you have to do certain poses. Some poses like take so much energy out of my body to the point where I can't do it like after a fitness session, but it's, it's a more of a prolonged meditation. Um, and uh, I mean, we can get into the whole like science of it. Um, if you want that, you can say that, uh, what do you think about it? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I basically agree with what you said, like meditation and yoga are very, very similar where it's just working on, you know, your inner self. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I definitely will get different benefits in terms of meditation and yoga. Like I'll get different, like depending on what I'm going for. Cause with like yoga, I may not be doing like a direct body scan. I just may be like, you know trying to relax and just, you know, sit there for, for a bit where like maybe meditation, like I'm walking outside and i just want to be focused on the present moment of my breath. Right. So they are, they are like, I guess, different techniques and methods. Maybe they, they, they do fulfill a similar purpose though. And what kind of techniques and methods do you do? Like, first of all, what, what kind of yoga do you practice? Uh, right now Vedic. So, or like, so Vedic uh, philosophy, the the yoga that's behind Vedic philosophy. So I don't. What is Vedic like philosophy? Vedic philosophy. All right. So there's a ancient book called the Vedas, which is one of the I'm pretty sure the oldest philosophy in the world. People call it. It's basically Hinduism is based off that. And okay, yeah, I have heard it before, but I don't know the exact meaning of it. I. To be honest, I mean, like, I tried looking into it. It's a lot of information, so even I, I I'm not an expert on it. Yeah. But a lot of it's stuff to do with, like, you know, kind of karma and, you know, understanding your mind and your spirit. It's a lot of, like, you know, it's very, very philosophical and spiritual. And, like, me learning about it and then learning the yoga um, that comes with it, too, it's very, very powerful. So just be like, like, you can genuinely, like, change your brain just by doing, like, yoga. Like, that's... It's, it's, as, it's as like simple and confusing to people as that, where it's like, you can go and do these, like people we'll call them exercises. You can do exercises and it'll literally change the way your brain works just because of how it's yeah. designed. So. I, I have already experienced that. I'm, and I'm only into yoga for only a month or so. And I'm not even like doing the original practice yet because I, I, I'm going to like have an initiation very soon that somebody's going to teach me one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, how to do this uh, i'm gonna do this on uh, ascendance.com uh, which is in the netherlands they teach like the the very traditional form of surya kriya yoga uh, oh, yeah, yeah. because that's the the yoga i want to learn because i've heard so much about that uh, with Sadhguru's in inner engineering uh, program which he's teaching yeah. and, I'm, and i'm very interested in that i'm also considering to go uh, volunteer at his uh, ashram in india I'm, I'm actually planning on doing a similar thing. Yeah? Like, oh, cool. Yeah, Tell yeah. me about it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so many people actually, like, it's weird because I never heard of Sadhguru, like, before. Like, only until, like, I guess maybe months ago. And people were like, yo, you sound like Sadhguru. And I'm like, who the heck is this guy? What? So I, you I, sound I, like Sadhguru. No, I <laughs> no like, I, people really? said that. I don't know. So, okay. I kind of, like, I looked up his stuff. And then some of the things that I was saying, he was saying the exact same thing. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, we just say similar things. But then um, a lot of the things that he's doing, I 100% respect. And I think he's doing a lot for the world. 
and I mean, he's changing like millions of lives. He's, he's like, it's absolutely yeah. incredible. What His he does. channel is huge. So, yeah. He got 10 oh, million yeah. subscribers. Oh, yeah. I mean, just channel. I mean, he like the volunteer work he does and all of the events that he does. Like I wanted, I wanted to go to one of his events. Actually, I couldn't, unfortunately. Um, but he holds uh, an event in India and in, in like the States. So like next time yeah. that happens or next time there's like opportunities, like I'm all for going there. Like that's because I just want to be in that environment. I want to learn as much as I can. I want to absorb that knowledge. Like, yeah, his uh, his teachings are very special. Like the the Indian culture in general, uh, the teachings they have is very special. I'm I'm really interested in that. But as you said, just with that book, uh, that how was it called? Did you describe? Uh, the Vedas. Oh, yeah. Well, and also, Sadhguru's stuff is based off that. I'm, I'm yeah. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I probably heard it from him. The the Vedas, but but it's uh, you know, it's very dense. They have all type of gods and chakras and energy wheels and it's just uh, so many names, you know. It's yeah, insane. It's like I'm pretty sure it's like four thousand pages. Yeah, it's pretty like on a condensed scale at least, like four thousand, five thousand. So. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to try getting into that, like, that's ridiculous. Like, I, I mean, I looked at it and I was like, that's like, I, I've done a lot of things, but um, I think that's probably a bigger project for another day. Yeah, but it's it's better to like, uh, you know, just with the teachings of like those traditional psychologists like Sigmund Freud or Carl Jung or whatever. It's better to like find somebody who writes about them instead of like reading the original book. Because it's way too dense and like kind of this, um, you know, the difficult language, like luxury type of language. That's how they talk. Well, it's hard well, to understand. I don't, know about, I don't know about luxury language. I mean, it's just a different, they just speak a different language. Right? But I mean, Yeah, I don't know very, how to describe like, it. It is, sim I mean, I will say like a lot of the teachings are like, they're made to be simple and understood by all. But of course, like not everyone's going to understand it. Yeah. But somebody I mean, yeah, taught you yoga when you were younger, you said. Yeah, so I actually went to I went to ashrams when I was younger and I was taught like the basics of yoga, but like I didn't really understand its purpose or value until like more recently in life. So so what is your like uh your origin? Uh so uh, I'm born in I'm born in Cali, but all all my family's from uh India. So by like Bangalore if you know where if you know where that is. Okay, so but but they practice Hinduism then. Yeah, yeah, they practice Hinduism. Okay, so so you are like, would you say a bit spiritually oriented since you were younger? Already? I mean, I'm I mean I'm pretty spiritually oriented. The only thing I'd say is like in terms of Hinduism right now, it's too much of a religion. Like it's being like pushed as too much of a religion instead of a philosophy. I'm more of like. Like when I go, when I look at Hinduism, it comes from Vedic philosophy. I'm all about that because that's more of like the spiritual side. I also see it more thing. as a philosophy. Yeah. I don't see it as yeah. a religion that preaches gods. It's more yeah, like so a I'm spirituality. Not, I'm not about that. Mm -hmm. Cause I, cause that part I think is like very, um, it's also like it, you trickle, it's tricking a lot of people. It's like, oh yeah. Like, you know, donate your money and pray every day. And like, you know, something will happen where it's like, yes, the praying part helps, but just like giving your money isn't like what maybe the universe wants you to do like it's that that's just more of like marketing and kind of like trying to take bro we actually have four people that are watching live and uh 
Leonardo Heiter says, this whole conversation with, was quite inspiring to me. Thank you both. I will definitely try yoga and will make take meditation more seriously. Well, that's great. I see people are enjoying. Hear that, man. Yeah, there, there's uh, five people now. Go ask questions, guys. We are ready to answer you. Okay, yeah. so. I, I will say I, I do got a, that cutoff date at, uh, at four, unfortunately, but hey, I'm, I'm happy to answer questions and just have a good time, man. Okay, so. You do yoga. What do you do besides yoga, like for your mental health or like relieving stress? Because I have all these weird tapping methods and physical shaking stuff. Uh, maybe you have some of those. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely have a bunch, a bunch of stuff. Like, like I will say, I do a lot of. I'm, I'm a lot more on the um, like riskier, like crazier, more like big and extreme stuff. Just because, like, that's how I roll. That's how I find it enjoyable. Um, so. Mental health, like simple things, read like kind of the basics you hear, gratitude journaling, thanking, like just thanking people, um, getting more sunlight, going outside, because that's both physical and mental, right? Those things. So uh, reading, journaling, meditation, of course, uh, yoga. I'd say some other ones is just like writing letters, kind of like, you know, writing things out to people, um, spending time with family. Um, let's say cold showers are hella good for mental hitting the gym of course like that's a big that's a big part doing mm -hmm. martial arts and staying consistent practicing gosh um yeah, yeah th I think those, those are, are like, a lot of habits right yeah yeah, yeah lots of lots of things and i mean i i call it more of like part of my lifestyle now. yeah there are, there are habits but just like it's just it's just such an integrated part of my life now yeah habits th doesn't sound right you're right yeah habit habits seems too simple right to to call it kind of yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, that's just like a really good habit you have. And it's like discipline is like or like as an example, it's a good habit, but it's really more than a habit. Right. Like it's a yeah. lifestyle choice. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's like an improved skill. Like discipline's a skill, something you build over time. OK, so like, I'm is it like, a habit that's part of lifestyle or? Well, I think habits turn can turn into your lifestyle. So think about like this. If you're like in your 20s and you you're on like NoFap or something. Right. Mm -hmm. And you keep that as a habit, then into your 30s, that's going to be part of your lifestyle. Like regardless of where you go, it'll be an integrated part of your life. Uh, whereas like, I don't know, let's say you don't read or maybe you spend, I don't know, you buy a lottery ticket or something. You're like kind of into like, oh, you know, I'll, you know, take my chances or some shit. So you do that for five years and that habit becomes part of your lifestyle. Well, now, like every single few days, you'll go and buy a lottery ticket. So that's how I see it. Like, in a short sense, it may not seem like a lot, but that the compound effect is so real. And uh, yeah. that's, that's a big thing that people people don't understand. Like you, you may be eating like one bad meal and that's that may not be the worst thing. But the thing about like the fact that you did that now means you are going to let yourself do it later and then how that's going to compound over the years. And that's what really gets people. They don't expect it. And it's like, yeah, you were messing around for a few years now. And kind of like that's what happens because of it. Yeah, at, at least we are at the stage that we are conscious of the fact that we might be messing around. But a lot of people are just doing this stuff and they don't even know they are doing it. Which is fucking yeah, horrible. You know, which which I, I find actually really interesting that some people are just not aware. Because I thought like people were aware, but it's just that they're too comfortable or they're too scared to like do anything about it. Like I, I, I always thought that was really fascinating where it's like, People know they're doing something wrong, but they're not like 
but then some people are like, oh, they're just not like aware. It's like, oh, but they know they're doing something wrong, but they're not actually like doing anything about it. I oh, that's, that's the worst thing. Like I did all, oh, yeah, I did I all the bad stuff, but I, I wasn't aware of the fact that I did it. So then I'm, then I'm kind of innocent, right? But if you know it and you don't do shit, then you're fucked, man. By the way, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put your channel in the, in the description so people can check it out. Oh yeah, forgot to Absolutely. do that. I, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I will say I, there's, I have, I do have a lot of plans for like YouTube stuff. I have not posted in a while. It's because I'm just kind of figuring out like what's my real goals with that and what I'm trying to do more with it, like bigger picture vision stuff, like so. Yeah, you only uh, you only got some lectures on it, right? Which do have yeah, quite a bit I, of views. I mean, and look, it's good quality. Everything I put out is the best that I can possibly, you know, put out. That that's just that's just my that's how I go. Like anything I do, it's the best that it can possibly be. Okay, well that's great. So are you a perfectionist as well? Nah, I, I've I've given up the perfectionist stuff. I'm just more about like putting in the hard work and making it good. I'm less of, I'm more about execution than perfection now because perfectionism just comes from fear and being scared to like, you know, put something out there or just be complete. And honestly, just executing will save you so much more in just the grand scheme of your life than just trying to be a perfectionist. Like, yeah, I, I've had to learn that the hard way. Just an excuse. Yeah, I mean. improved like it's not that you just don't care about quality or don't care about yeah. like, how good it is but it's just you care about getting it done and i think that's what needs to be more emphasized and you know i think it's starting to get emphasized with like just self-improvement and like taking action yeah like uh it was actually like one of my biggest issues for a very long time uh and now actually this month i was like right now i'm just gonna like do it and then of course i'm still gonna like focus on quality but I was like so um, focused on doing it per perfect to the point where I never did something. Yeah, yeah, that's how I was. I was literally like that. Yeah. Like, same thing. M one of my friends, he uh, he does a lot of YouTube stuff, and he just told me like, even if it's not the best content, just put out videos, man. Just put out videos. Put out videos. I was like, nah, but like, I need the right idea, and I need to have it like this, and like this, and like this, and like that was just fear, right? Like, we often people make like excuses. They're like. Oh no, like I'm just a perfectionist. I just want to make sure it's the best. It's like, that's really just an excuse because you're scared to just put it out. Mm -hmm. And once you get past that, like that's one of the better feelings like that you say like, screw it. Like even if it's not the best thing ever, at least I did it. Yeah, that, that's the, the mindfulness part, right? But I've also for myself, um, personally, I've also looked at like, okay, where, where does my perfectionist kind of mindset come from? Because I see the very much of the same thing happening in my mother, you know? Like yeah. she, she focuses oh, on like yeah, doing it everything yeah, like perfect, you know, and it, it really seems like she's trying to do that to like make people see that she's worthy or something. Like she, she's really like trying to do everything as good as she, she can so she can get validation for it. I, I really can feel the same kind of uh, unconscious desire in me that I'm like uh, also just confirming to myself that I'm worthy enough by doing it like extremely well. And it is different for, you know, for women, 
and for girls, right? Like, kind of, like, literally just, like, physically speaking, their brand is different. Biologically speaking, like, they're mm-hmm. different. So, like, kind of their their desires and what they want is different from from us. But, in what way? Like, it, it, I know this, but, but in what way? I mean, like, every, like, I... Uh, there's no one thing. I mean, main thing is like biologically speaking, we don't, you know, make kids and stuff. Like so simple things, and it's like they they want more comfort and they want like the um, like more support than like. Okay, guys. wait, wait. Like, yeah, before we get into that, stuff. wait. We we got we got two questions. Uh, All right, got we have Steve who says, "What's your take on psychedelic drugs?" Uh, yeah. Well, I've actually been uh, a bit into that. Uh, you you didn't really know about any of that yet, right? You said. No, I I mean I don't. I've only heard stuff from like articles and podcasts. Like I I don't know much. Well, uh, I'm gonna give you a short answer because I of course have a guest on today, uh, and I will make future videos about it. Um, but to show you what my thoughts on it are. I'm growing my own mushrooms. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I like them. And I'm very much into them. Because I think they have incredible potential to transforming the field of psychiatry. Um, and uh, I have been a, a little bit into uh, cannabis for a while now. Um, and I've just been reading about it. And I think it's very interesting. I think it's a tool that you can use to better your mental health. And it, it can make you come closer to yourself. If you use it in the right way, set and setting, blah, 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 dosing right. Uh, so it's, that's very important. Uh, but I, I do not, of course, advise people to get into it because um, I can't do that. You know why. Um, okay. Number one book recommendations. That one is for you. Uh, shit, dude. There's so many books. Where the fuck do I even start? I mean, like, I think the most important, probably the biggest one is like Magic of Thinking Big. One of the be- one of the greatest books I think okay. I've ever read. I actually haven't read that one, but it's uh, I actually have a I have it for free in a playlist. If you go to my channel section and then to the playlist section, I have like seventy five free audiobooks. If you want to check it out, guys, you can go there. But but why was that book so good? Dude, for like every re- like like I said, there's not even just one reason. Like it changed your your entire like your entire mindset. Like it's one of those like big mindset sh- shift things where it's mm-hmm. like realizing that okay you like if you want to have a better life like you need to take it seriously like now and then there's easy things like it's all easy things that you can do but it's about just doing it consistently consistently doing it consistently so like a big thing is just like telling yourself like oh i'm happy i'm feeling amazing i'm feeling good like because your head or like you know the thoughts in your head like we always like talk about mental health like it may be saying the opposite thing and it's about like listening to that and being like no that's not true and then saying the the opposite so i also like, heard like a like concept from that book i guess i guess hamza said that it's like when you set a goal you automatically like set it like 10 times bigger than the actual goal yeah yeah no that's that hamza yeah. read that book yeah so he's gotten yeah. most of his um stuff from that book so that's one of the biggest ones i recommend because it's like it's simple you can take it and you can put it to every aspect of your life it doesn't matter what it is Okay, wait, you can continue with the book recommendation. I got to piss real quick. Th- then I'm back, yeah? So just continue. Ah. Well, I mean, I already, I already said my bit about it. Man's going to get a dip on me in the middle of the podcast. This guy. <laughs> All right, you know, let me look at... Um, I guess I'll look at his chat. I'll see what's up here. Um, let me open this. Hold up. 
I'm gonna be watching myself and go back and forth here. But alright, let's see. I gotta find the the live chat. Okay. So if you guys have questions and you wanna like put it down, you can. Or I mean, like the biggest one I said already was Magic of Thinking Big, just because like your life like just won't be the same after reading it. And it's it's obviously like you know books are important and all, but if you don't apply it, yes, it doesn't mean shit. But I do think this is one of the books where it just teaches you, like, hey, you can apply this book. So, yeah, something important to, to think about. Hey, my, this guy. Yeah. I can, bro, you really left in, in the middle of the pot. Oh, yeah. I find that hilarious. It, it, it's, it's live, so it, then it doesn't really matter, you know? Like, if this would be a recording, I, I couldn't do it then. But, but now it's, uh, yeah. I'm not going to piss my pants. There's this a lot worse on the podcast, right? Yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, so is that your, like, number one book, The Magic of Thinking Big, or do you have any others? I mean, there's, I do, I have, like, dozens, but, like, I'd say that's my number one, number one, because that's one of the books I read, like, dozens of times. Like, I've read it over and over and over and over again. Like, like, incredibly important, so, yeah. Okay. Oh, Steve says that I'm the fastest pisser ever. Well, thank you very much. I, I will add that to my trophy list. Okay. Um... But for, for me, the books, I actually have them here. This is from one author, my fucking favorite author, uh, Dr. Gabor Matei. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm on his stuff, bro. We should yeah, have, we're yeah, going to talk about yeah. this in a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, his, his books are, are very great. You know, he, he talks about, like, uh, the, the mind and body connection. I actually got to put the books back now. Um, but... Uh, yeah, he, he really, like, gave me the, the basis of knowledge about uh, what trauma is, you know? And uh, I really think you should read his books. Like, all the knowledge that I uh, share with you guys about trauma and addiction, they all come from his books. Uh, and he, he actually had a podcast episode on Joe Rogan uh, um, a few weeks back. So you guys can check him out if you want oh, wait, to. wait, really? Wait, yeah. he had one with Joe Rogan? I thought he had one with... Uh... I actually saw one. He had one with Jay Shetty, actually. That's the one that I saw. Let me see. I'm actually going to look this up. Yeah, he had uh, the 13th of sub September. He had one for his new book, The Myth of Normal, which he just released. Uh, trauma in a... in a, I don't know what the, the subtitle was. Oh, Steve asks, uh, do you play vi any video games? Um, I have nothing against video games, but I just don't seem to like get anything out of it anymore. Maybe if I'm with friends, I will play video games, but it's not like, I cannot tell you like, oh yeah, I play video games. It's just not what I do. Do you play video yeah, games? I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen. Hell no, bro. I don't play video games. I, mean, I, I, I used to, that was a big part of like, you know, me growing up as a kid, video games, but any not anymore. Just as like, yeah, like you said, like nothing against it, just no value, like, yeah, actually, also no, no I do fun have something anymore. against it. I actually I do have something against it. Yeah. I mean, like it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, like some people like it's it's their escape, right? For for a lot of people, like that's how they get away from the world. So, it, in hindsight, it may not seem bad, but the problem is like you're you're just running away, right? With that. So. Yeah, you can it use it like really that. For, you can use yeah, it I mean, like some that. people use it. There's different ways, right? Some people, they make their living off video games, and that I can't front. Like, that I, I won't diss, because, like, you're making your livelihood off it, and, yeah, like, that's your thing. But I think that makes me, you like, even more of a loser. Uh, but, 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 okay. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look they're making, they may be making 100x, 100x what uh, the average person makes, so I don't know if we can really uh, 
say that. Yeah, but but I think it's ridiculous that they're just like total losers that like make hundreds and thousands of dollars just talking about dumb shit. Well, it's crazy. I man. mean, here we are. I mean, I don't know if, what do we what do you classify as dumb shit? I mean, here we are talking about stuff that people some people would be like, "Bro, this is hella weird, bro. What are you talking yeah, about?" Yeah, okay, okay. I see what you mean. We can say that it's opinion, right? But I think playing yeah. Roblox it's fucking dumb shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's a bit too much. Yeah. Oh, wait. Somebody... Uh, Steve asked a question again. Um, di- did you have a girlfriend yet or not? Um, we just talked about that at the, the beginning of the podcast. You had a girlfriend, right, Aiden? But yeah. not really serious. I, 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 yeah, nothing. I, I mean, like I said, teenage, nothing a, that a teenage relationship would be. I mean, look, look, there is the one-off, I'm pretty sure, but, you know. Oh, what about you, Celeste? Actually, yeah, that's a good question, Celeste. What about you? I know well, you said, like, you were you were kind of messing around, or you were, quote-unquote, messing around. No, I, I had a very... Well, it wasn't really a relationship. It, it was a, a dating phase that I was in the last summer vacation, and I actually met a very beautiful girl, and she was very spiritual, you know? Uh, but I wasn't spiritual back then. I wasn't busy with my traumas, with my emotions. So I was kind of in this this state of being very much into my ego, you know, and I couldn't emotionally support her because she was into like all her trauma work and stuff. And I was I was like, just, just like you said, like, oh, you were stuck in the past, you know, I don't want this negativity. So I, I was in like a very toxic space in my head and that fucked it up. But I'm still like talking to her and actually... Just, <laughs> is that why you got into spirituality now? <laughs> no, no, no. She she pushed me to do this kind of like like eventually we stopped dating because I made a lot of mistakes. Like for example, I'm just gonna tell you guys like some very cringy stuff, okay? Like I have no experience with dating at all. Now you know what I did on the first date? I told her I loved her <laughs> on the first date, bro. <laughs> um. That's fucking <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, though. No, that, that, I'm so ashamed of that, you know? I, I still carry shame of that moment within me. Because it was just it was just insane. No. It's insane. But I, I did make some mistakes. And now, you know, she, she, she taught me a lot. And eventually we stopped dating. Now she had a new boyfriend. And actually, she messaged me yesterday that she broke up. And she wanted um, to get me more involved into her life. So... Yeah, I'm getting back at it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, it comes full circle, man. Look, there's a video I saw where it's like, why they always come back. And it's because they may have not, like, liked you at that moment. But because you've grown and you've changed and you've evolved, now you fit their criteria. So, hey, look, that's up to you, man. I'm curious to to see what happens with that. That should be fun. Yeah, but I, but I I know the mistakes that I made. And I, I still carry shame within me, which I'm actually working on. And I have that with a lot of things of my past. Like the shame and the pain of that, I can still feel. And I have not like, I still hold on to it. I haven't let it go. Um, but I know the things I did wrong. And sh- she has tested me many times. And every time I failed for the test. Uh, and, and unfortunately... <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. part of the, that's part of it, man. Yeah, but, but, but I didn't see it was a test, you know. Um, and I was just weak. I was not a man about it. And now I know those things and I'm, uh, 
I'm learning about, uh, you know, how to date and all those things, uh, which is actually pretty cringe, but I, I need those things, right? I have, I have no game at all. So I cannot teach I mean, that to game, you guys. Game is just created by like, just going out and just being like, fuck it. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just going to say stuff anyways. Yeah. Like but you know, that that's exactly what I not do. So I could have never developed <laughs> my game, you know, like a loner doesn't yeah, have game at all. Okay. Somebody has another question. Is taking time to stay alone important? Meditation and how can I start? Up to you. Uh, I mean, is being alone important? I mean, it's good to be, to give yourself time to like be separated from the crowd. I, I will say that that's like a, that's a key thing. Cause sometimes you'll just be listening to everyone else but yourself. So yes, you do want to give yourself some time, but like the lone wolf never survives. You know, that's, that's the thing though. Like you, you can be on, you can be by yourself for some time. But do you want to be, like, by yourself forever? No. Right? I mean, it is important to give yourself time. I mean, and they said how to start meditation. I mean, I, I'd start more with, like, purpose and why you're starting it. Like, how is pretty simple. You can just download an app. You can just look up on YouTube, right? That's easy. It's just more about, like, the purpose behind it. Like, why do you actually want to meditate? So I'm curious, actually, Celesto, for, like, I know you said it was harder before to meditate. So, like, what was your purpose behind meditation to see if we can help the... Uh, guy in the chat well my purpose behind meditation actually my exact problem was that i didn't have a purpose at the start it was more like you know j just with the reading you hear like all the stuff with self-improvement the habits and you just feel like why the fuck am i not doing that habit because i'm doing all the other stuff and i'm not doing those so that's why i wanted to get into um meditation um but actually don't really have like one purpose for meditation it's like just, I feel like it's a genuinely a good part of your life, which should be integrated. Um, but for me personally, um, it's just part of like taking care of myself mentally, but also kind of my, my spiritual path, you know, to like just growing spiritually in general, also with yoga and, and all those other things. Um, but I, I actually don't really have like one single purpose. Just like I would describe my purpose for each YouTube channel or something. Yeah. What I mean, is it for you? It, no, I mean that I don't have a one thing either. Like that, that's the thing. Like there's so many things. So it's like, you can't really bundle it into one. And I mean, also people just assume you need to have like, Oh, what's the one goal you have or the one main thing? Like why only have one? Like what, like what's the point? Uh, yeah. But I, I think, like, I think it's important that you have like one big one. And, and then you have all the, the other habits and stuff that are like part of the bigger goal. At least that's that's what it is for me. It's it's my purpose to help boys like overcome their porn addiction and uh, become like a real man and stuff. And then I have all these other things which are like part of it. Is that same for you or not? Or not? I mean, I have like big goals. I mean, there's obviously like I guess maybe an overarching like vision. I wouldn't call it maybe a goal, but maybe just like a vision of my life. And then the vision of my life is kind of comprised of multiple big goals, and then obviously smaller things that I need to do to get there and habits like. That's what I'd say. But it's like the there's a purpose. I think uh, like having a purpose is like a very essential part of like being a man. Yeah, That's when we no, uh, I mean, go back to... Essential uh, part of being a person. If you don't have a purpose, you're really just dead. Okay, but that's also about, different like, for a woman, right? Because we touched upon that like a bit ago, but we didn't go deep into it. But a woman naturally has a purpose, don't you think? Yeah, okay. okay. Well, what yeah, is that purpose, yeah. you think? Like, yeah, re like reproduce and like you know take care of kids and yeah love love is their purpose yeah, 
naturally. For the masculine, that's that can be anything, but it is like the purpose has to come before your woman. Just like they say in like the the way of the superior man. Have you read that book? I'm actually I'm actually getting that book tomorrow. So I'm going to start reading it because a lot of people told me like, oh, like it's about like, you know, understanding like what it really means to be a man. Mm -hmm. And like I just heard people talking about it. So I was like, all right, I guess I got it here and there. But then I started like, I guess, learning more about it. And I was like, it's a lot more than just like, oh, like in a, being in a relationship. It's just it's more about like uh, I think some of the parts were like edge and like having momentum. So, yeah, I actually listened to the book. To I listened to the book and I and I uh, saw like interview of like this uh her name is slay with slice or something like she had a discussion with with some uh some guy about masculinity it was very interesting but it's also in the playlist if you go to the playlist section of my channel it's also there a free audiobook for uh the ways of superior man but it's actually like a very good book okay we have some questions as well right now can oh this is actually a very unclear question can you, can you be a bad person but still have good spirituality? Like killing people and stuff. What? <laughs> Yo, <shut laughs> hey, bro, I don't know if we can go on that question, man. That's, no, that's no, wild. We're, we're not going to answer that question. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, no, what the... <laughs> yeah, that's a bit... Uh... Okay, but, but let's continue on the, on the differences between the masculine and the feminine. Because you, you haven't read that book, which is quite sad. Because otherwise we could have gone very deep into it. Um, hey, look, it's not that I don't know anything about it. It's just that, like, look, I, re I read other books, man. Like, mm -hmm. I, what Actually, so I know you recommended um, Gabor Mate's books. So which ones have you read? Because I'm actually, so I've read The Body Keeps the Score. And then I'm about to read uh, the, nor the Myth of Normal. Oh, wait, so The, the Body Keeps the Score is not from him. He, his book is uh, When the Body Says No. That's, that's a, a little bit different title. Like, it's kind of a follow-up uh, no. of the, the Body Keeps the Score. Got you. Okay, I haven't, I, I've heard of also, like, something, there was some of the th something about, like, ghosts. I, I forgot what it is. What yeah, it in, was the, called. in the realm of Hungry Ghosts. I, I have that one here on the shelf as well. What is that? What is that one about? I don't, I don't know. Uh, what wait, I'm, I'm going to grab it again. <sighs> this one. This one is about addiction. Yeah. Addiction and trauma. Okay. Uh, and then this one is the one where you're talking about when the body says no. Got you. Hold on, I gotta take a phone call. Give me a second. Okay. There he goes, guys. Okay. But like beating up someone, but you are hella spiritual. Is that okay? Well, bro, if you gotta defend yourself, you gotta defend yourself. But it, like, does that make you a bad person defending yourself? I thought you were saying like killing people in a way of of like, you know, just fucking like being a gangster about it and like trying to like kill people great yeah so it depends on the situation maybe maybe you have killed somebody because they you know they almost killed you then you're not a bad person you just defended yourself but if, if you are killing somebody because you want to make money the fuck of course you are better. Like I can't, I came back and I'm barely listening to what, what's going on. No, they, they actually want us like to answer the question seriously. He just meant like, um, like if you are very spiritual, but you beat someone up, like is that possible? Yeah, I mean, do you see Mike Tyson? 
Mike Tyson's hella spiritual and he yeah. beats the shit out of people. Hey, Kamara joined. Um, you know him? Have you connected with him on yeah, the Discord? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I've talked to him a little bit. I don't think I've talked to him like that much. So, what's up, Kamara? I know he's uh he's at Oxford right now. I'm pretty sure. So, he's yeah, he is. He is. Uni life. Okay. Wait. Oh, this book still as well. Scattered Minds. I've read this one as well. It's about uh, ADHD and the fact that gotcha. it's it is uh totally focused on trauma and it has nothing to do with genetics or anything like that yeah seriously yo that's the one thing i hate i i, I actually like get i get like so like sad about because people are like oh like you just have adhd it's like nah you just got like traumatized and messed and like your your brain got messed up so if you go and work on that like you won't have what we call adhd like all these things are really just labels for like bigger problems like that's what i um, that's why I don't like when people try labeling things and try and like, oh, this is what you mean. Like, oh, you have PTSD. It's like, nah, you don't just have PTSD. You like, you had something happen to you in the past and that's coming, that's reoccurring and reoccurring. Like, it's just more than just a label, you know? Like, I, I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, yeah, like most mental health disorders, like you can call it a disorder, but it's really just a result of something. So I don't really, like, I feel like the, the label of it being like a disease, which even like addiction is being labeled as a disease. Addiction disorder. What the fuck is that? It's, it's just you are addicted because something has happened to you. So, but but it's like right now it's like yeah why why uh, do you have ADHD? Why why do you experience these things? And then they say well yeah I have ADHD because I'm I'm uh, very compulsive and I'm uh, I'm acting. Uh, how you say that? I'm very active. And why are you very active? Yeah, because I have ADHD. So so you can't like figure it out yeah, with people. I know, I know. That's I literally had that conversation with someone and I'm like, do you understand like that does that does not help you at all? Like that is like okay, uh, as an example, um I went to someone's house uh, recently and they were they were eating food and they were watching YouTube at the same time when when I came over. And I'm just like do you have like that little self-respect for yourself? Like, oh no, bro, that's my favorite habit. <laughs> I do this gosh. all the time. I do this all the time, bro. Nah, dude, like, like um, you can't even sit down and enjoy your food and have like a conversation. Like, it's I, like that's mm, that's yeah, what it I means see to be messed mean. up with dopamine and like you you crave it so bad. Like that's also where like I used to love music and I still do like music, but I just have to listen to it less because it literally just messes with your brain. Oh, I have that careful, too. Like, I have that too that I, that I would like put on music for like the entire day, even when I was working. I I had to like discipline myself to do that less. But like with eating, quite often I I eat alone, you know, uh, and then I just watch something. It's like one of my favorite habits. But but then um, it's not. That's not a habit, bro. That's just you. Like you're not. You're too uncomfortable with just eating by like just eating. Like just the action of eating. Like think about it like this. Like you can meditate with mm -hmm. mostly anything. Like you can meditate on the bus. You can meditate while walking. Like meditate while you eat, bro. Like I do that. I, I kid you not. Like I, I sometimes I fall into that bad like addiction. I'll call it an addiction or bad pattern. It's well, I have thought thing, about like, that though. But it just you know I get like so relaxed when I eat and I watch something. It's like it makes hey, me that's feel so you're, good because you're hitting the dopamine receptors in your brain, bro. Yeah, but it <laughs> isn't, bro. I know, I know. But it isn't necessarily something bad, right? I'm actually like watching good, like educational content while I'm eating. I don't really feel like that's a bad thing, honestly. Like I, I would rather well, eat um, with people than I wouldn't be on my phone and shit. Yeah. But if I'm alone, I would rather watch something. 
I prefer that, really. I, look, I thought it was okay too, but I realized the more that like, okay, so think about it like this. People try multitasking, right? And it doesn't work. Like you try focusing on two things at once when in reality, you're just switching from one task to another. This is also talked about in Gabor Mate stuff actually. But yeah, like, I, I know about but, this, that you shouldn't be multitasking, but, but there's different like between really multitasking or combining tasks that are like good to combine with each other. Because actually like when I really go sit down to watch a YouTube video, most videos are just so boring to the point where I can't even like keep my attention straight because it's just so boring. Like, but when I yeah, eat, so like it's the not. Po the point, but it's, it's just, see, that's for the sake of filling the void, right? Like YouTube overstimulation. Like, hey, look, I, I still, I'm still actively working on that too. I'm not going to like, you know, be like, oh, that's really bad. But I do it sometimes too. And I catch myself and I'm like, shit, like that's not good. Cause I should be just be here enjoying like whatever good food I made or, you know, someone served like the least i can do is enjoy that like think about it like this we didn't have that before right like before mm -hmm. all this technology stuff like we just sit down and eat food and like that was it and then we you know have a conversation yeah i understand even if you were, i might like, change it though doing it hey look it's a work in progress but like you said and like we've been talking about it's like it's like the root of like why do we even do that in the first place and oh i have like, thought about it but i don't really like see for myself like what, what kind of negative impact it has because that those are like the honestly the times when i can actually enjoy watching a youtube video otherwise i just get like you know uh how you say that i just don't i'm not patient enough to like watch an entire youtube video only like when it's andrew tate or something like he talks so loud to the point where i can oh keep my watching gosh. so nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. yeah he keeps my attention you know or like good like documentary type of videos which are very interesting but like boring videos where people just talk nah 10 minutes i'll just be gone with my attention is it no yeah but people play that in the background just to like you know fill the noise it's the same thing with music but yeah like oh but music fills my soul bro music is bro, my hey, favorite shit. Hey, but that's because music exists if you didn't have music your soul would still be filled but because now that you have music it's like oh without music your soul is not filled like that that's just nah, not, not filled not nah that's the wrong way to say it i i use it as a tool just like I use the the videos. And I definitely think that it, it betters my life in a way. Like, really, like, when I'm emotional and I listen to music, oh, my God, bro. Like, it, it helps me so much. It's insane. By the way, we got to engage with the chat because they are having a discussion. Um, okay, let's go back to... Uh, um, somebody asked Kamara if he was spiritual. He says he was very... He is very spiritual. And it helps him every day. Um, and Ingwer will graduate soon and then he will be giga chat, hopefully. Oh, that hopefully fucks it up. But Yeah, don't don't say don't hope, bro. Hope, <laughs> don't hope. hope doesn't get you anywhere, dog. Yeah. Don't don't wish for it, work for it, you know. Okay. Steve says, Would you beat someone up? But it would be okay because you're spiritual and stuff. What? I right, look. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just. Let's just ignore that. Let's just, <laughs> just ignore that, bro. That's that's crazy. Okay. Um, okay. Also, hold up. I'm curious. Like, so do you do coaching stuff? Or like, do you do stuff in terms of like coaching or like? Not yet. Um, but I'm planning on. Uh, I'm I'm gonna study for. Um, I'm gonna be a somatic practitioner. So I'm gonna study for like uh, body oriented therapy. Uh, and I actually want to like uh, be a porn coach, like to help people overcome their porn addiction. Um, so I am going to do that. Uh, and it's it's very likely 
which I'm actually letting you guys like see a preview of this stuff right now. It's likely that when I get thousand subscribers, I'm probably gonna like offer coaching for free to people. Um, so I am gonna get into that. Um, that's what I plan to make money with, selling courses and doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and group work. And maybe I'm also gonna work with mushrooms, but we will see about that. It depends I mean, right on my own experience. Them, you gotta wait until they finish growing, you know? Oh, they, they, bro, they, they won't take that long. They will be uh, like in a, in a week or so. They will be uh, uh, gone, and then I will have like three loads of them. Oh yeah, how how is um? I'm curious, like, what's the legality of like weed and like everything and like drugs where you're uh, where you're at? Oh, here it's okay, bro. Oh, no one cares. Here you can like literally like smoke weed with the police guy. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> in my country it's fine. You know, this is like in the Netherlands it's all legal and stuff. Um, so I just bought this one at like a smart shop and now I'm growing my own. It's very easy. Yeah, no, cause like now it's being legalized more and I mean the government, okay, here's the thing, like US government stuff, like they're doing it for money cause they get, you know, taxes and all that. Mm -hmm. good stuff. Oh, like, they get a lot of taxes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I so guess they do like, uh, pretty from it. I think they do like more than 10% from like, uh, substances or stuff. Uh, like they're doing a lot. Look, I don't know, but. Like people are doing crazy shit with that nowadays, so that, that's why I'm always just like, "Hey, you do you, man. You do you. I'm a, I'm a chill over here. <laughs> I'm a chill over Bro, here. have you have you like, ever done any drugs? And stuff and... Or have you ever done nah. any drugs? Nothing. Nah. What about alcohol? Have you done alcohol? No. Nah, no. Bro. No. Me too. I haven't done it before. I've only smoked weed. That's it. And I've done magic truffles, but that was like really like small doses and I'm still doing those, but I'm like microdosing with them, which is actually like very beneficial to your mental health. But I haven't really like done such a dose with, with like magic truffles to the point where I would like really be tripping or something. Got you. You know, I'm actually curious, like, okay, in terms of like, um, philosophy and like spirituality stuff, like, what do you think about like stoicism and like kind of the, I don't know. I don't know if you've done much research into that. I've uh, I've gotten into Marcus Aurelius, and I think uh, Stoicism yeah. is very interesting. But I haven't really like gotten that deep in, into it to the point where I could like really talk about the entire philosophy and stuff. I, I just know some teachings here and there, but I like I probably know a lot of stuff, but I'm just not conscious of the fact that this is like Stoicism, you know? Because I, yeah, I feel yeah, like no, I'm very true. into that. But we we are getting some questions though. Uh, let's see. Um, let's do uh, let's do a few more questions, then I'm gonna have to head out. But yeah, we we have uh, about ten more minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, minutes. great. Um, interacting with the physical world is an important part of spirituality. It's all about intentions. Is it all? Is it still spiritual? If receive had while meditating or what? Bro, hey Steve, you gotta be more clear with the questions, man. Um, I've done most mainstream drugs and a few psychedelics. Oh, that's very interesting, Kamaru. What was your experience? What about DMT? Oh, I I don't think Kamara has done DMT. That that's that's what I've heard. Like my like Tyson was on like um during his uh his time. Oh, bro, DMT. Do you know like the effects of DMT? Cause I know. I haven't tried it, but it's so deep. Like uh, I, I've heard some crazy shit, dude. That's all. That's all I know. I've heard some crazy shit. 
Yeah. Well, what I heard from a friend of mine is um, that what he experienced was like, do you know the, the bardos between life and death of the Tibetan Buddhist? The, no. These are like the phases between death and rebirth. What he experienced was that he, um, he, he described like this with his hands and he made like weird sounds. He said, what happened was I went through all the phases of, of dying and rebirth like this. <laughs> he said, and then he experienced that, that <laughs> at some point he was in, in kind of a, a soul center where, where they would literally, there would be entities and spirits that were literally like sorting it all out of like, oh yeah, he goes there, he goes there. And then at some point he saw himself a thousand times in like some sort of mine cart heading towards a certain direction. Like it's a crazy experiences. Imagine if you experience that, that you literally experience that you go through all the phases of death and rebirth. I think that's so fascinating to the point where I cannot even um, say that I'm not going to try it. I'm definitely going to try it. I guarantee you I'll try uh, it. Uh, I mean, look, some people, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not there in that, in that sense. Like, I definitely will say it's like everyone has a different route they go down. Everyone has a different path they go down. So, you know, for you, that just may be down like, you know, kind of the psychedelics, weed and stuff. Or for me, like, I just want to look more at like history and like ancient, kind of like more ancient stuff and just figure out like, because there's actually like, it's really funny. There's like a drug theory or something where it's like um, kind of all this like philosophy start stuff started because people just got high and just started talking to each other, which I find I find pretty funny. I don't know if that's true. Um, what what exactly like, do you mean? Do you mean the stoned ape so, theory? Uh yeah, I think I think yeah I think. Well, that's that's actually a, a very it's I, I actually wouldn't call it a theory, but more of a hypothesis, you know, because it's actually it sounds very logic, you know. Be, because yeah, like I look, I just think it would be hilarious if that was like if, if we could ever prove that one day. That'd be, that'd be now, but, but you kind of explained it in the wrong way. It's more of like when they would leave Africa and they would like go to the other side of the world, they would chase the deer, right? Naturally, because they were hunting. And then on the poop of those deer, that's where mushrooms grow, right? So when they were traveling, they came across the mushrooms, they ate those. Now, what do these mushrooms do? They literally influence um, the way you think and especially the parts of your brain that are associated with language. So I think they, they have played a major role in developing language. It's just obvious. Look, I don't look, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean it's interesting that you say that. I didn't know I didn't know about that. Um but like, yeah, that's a valid it's a valid point. Mm -hmm. uh, like until I guess I a more is revealed throughout, you know, throughout the years, we won't really know. But I think it's just important to look at what we still have and what we got. Because there's still a lot of there's so there's almost too much information out there. Oh, there is, and we don't know shit. There's so yeah, much we don't know. We really don't. We act like we know exactly. a lot, but we don't know shit at all. Yes. Yeah. That's true. You gotta humble yourself. Keep it real. All right. Just, is there uh, another question I can? Uh, I can answer? Well, um, I personally would love if you still show um, some books to the guys. Are there still some books you want to recommend? Yeah, I mean, yeah, actually, hold up. You want, you want me to go grab books? I can actually grab some. From yeah, you can go into the clouds and just grab your little books. Yeah, I'm going to go into the clouds. Watch this shit. <laughs> yeah. Oy. There he goes. Oh, the clouds are tripping as well, guys. I guess they ate some mushrooms. Is it spiritual if I receive a blowy? A blowy? 
<laughs> what? Bro. Bro, you took some uh, drugs or something. You're tripping. You guys are trolling today, huh? It's funny or something, huh? Da, 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 da. You know, it takes a while for him to get back uh, from the clouds, guys. A bit of patience uh, would be uh, appreciated. By the way, guys, uh, I would appreciate it if you like the stream. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to Aiden's channel and also to mine, of course. Uh, it would help us grow, you know. I, I, my bad. All right, I'm here now. All right, so I, I did return some of the books that I originally had. So I don't have all of them on me, but some okay. of the ones that I do, I literally, like, I, I so this one, I literally wrote on on it entirely i don't i don't know how good it'll be shown oh fucking hell dude it's like a white heaven type of shit that that's how much light i'm gonna turn this off for a second if it'll let me do that yeah i sound i look bad right now but um i don't know if this will show but i've i've like written down on every single one of these pages for this book and it is called the uh be a people person by john c maxwell so, okay yeah I'll turn my light back on. All right, so another one that I... So this one's like um, How to Win Friends and Influence, but it's like a shorter version, and it's just by a different person. But I like this one because it's short and sweet, and I can literally carry it with me and just okay. so, constantly learn and look back to it. So it's about communication skills. Nah, it's a lot... Dude, it's a lot more than that. I mean, like, here, let me look through some of the... Okay. Um, oh, he's, he's spitting an important question. Bro, I don't understand the question he's asking. Um, how often do you stream? I'll be doing uh, weekly streams uh, and monthly Q&As. Uh, and I will have guests on every week. Uh, one and a half hour episodes every week. Um, so that's your question. Yeah. Um, yeah, like stuff about like authority, accountability, fear. Um like what you care about your weaknesses like supporting others yeah a lot about communication but a lot about self-image and there's there's so much stuff with this book it's it's great i do recommend it because it's just short and simple i think parth's also done a he's done some work on the book too because i recommended it to him okay uh, another one that i that I, i'm reading right now is called ageless body timeless mind by deepak chopra okay um, he's he's very popular right yeah, very, very popular. I don't uh, know him, but name? I heard his name. So that means that he's yeah. popular. Yeah, he's pretty big. So I think the main part, like, I'm only just into this book, and this shit is, like, wild as hell. Like, this is, like, this is spirituality on, like, a level that people think it's, like, okay, it's a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, but it's, like, you go try some of the stuff in this book, it's pretty legit. So, yeah, like, I've learned about, like, um, literally making like I, I say this shit and like it's just because I've done it from this book But like you can make yourself feel like you're floating you can literally take your hand and put yourself into the abyss like mentally and You can like watch how the world moves as you're just like you can just be standing still like Okay, so shit, while I'm eating the mushrooms you're eating that book basically <laughs> <Huh>? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, okay, but like a lot of like so that's the thing though like some of the stuff that I guess psychedelics, you know, does like you can get a lot of that just from like, 
learning about spirituality and learning about within. Because all that stuff is just, like you said, it's a tool, I guess, that, you know, allows you to unlock it. Mm-hmm. For me, there, this is, I guess this is just one of the tools. And then one I do read for, like, I guess business stuff, that really short one, it's oh, fucking hell. It's too bright. Yeah, it's heaven um, again. <laughs> all right. It's called Seth. Go- nah, bro. That's not going to show. All right. Let me. I got to turn it off again. All right. Yeah, it's now we see Seth it. Godin, all marketers. Um, originally it was our lives, but they tell stories. So that is the. Okay. Number. I know it's backwards. But oh. yeah, essentially the point of that book is kind of like how you can sell stories and sell your like image um, to like, you know, for, for like multi million, multi billion dollar companies have done it. And like that is, that's how marketing really is. Marketing is just being a good storyteller. Like it's not about. Like, oh, having the right ads or something. It's about, like, having the right message and having it to the right audience and understanding what they really want and fulfilling their emotions and needs. So it it just becomes – it makes, like, um, I guess marketing seem less evil than it really is and just more open and honest on, like, what it actually is. Yeah, those are a few that I have on me that I recommend. And then I'm getting more – I'm going to get some Gabor Mate. I'm getting uh, David uh, Dita. Is that his name? Yeah, Dita. Yeah. Yeah, so his book – I'm getting Mike Tyson's book. Um, Didn't know he have, he so, had a book though. What is it about? Oh, un, uh, Undisputed Truth. It's an autobiography. It is ruthless. It is a crazy good book. Just because, like, just to see like how like tough and like dark life can really be for some people and how they like grew through it. So okay, yeah, that's uh that's it for me though. Like, uh, man, hey, I really enjoyed this conversation. Like, we're gonna stay in contact and uh keep talking like i'm I'm curious to see like you know how things work out for the celesto show like what you got going on uh, on youtube and yeah man I've, I've been say. growing massively man uh, it's uh for the past few weeks i've been getting 100 subscribers a week so that's actually really? very crazy yeah wow that's that's very good dude. yeah because i'm doing daily videos you know and uh, that's why it's so frustrating for me that i can't really get any videos in right now because i'm like not into that state of like creativity but um, I actually feel like uh, our, our podcast went pretty uh, great. And I see that a person has one more question for you. Uh, then you can leave, right? Or, or do you want to leave now? Because it's, it's no, time. No, I'll, I'll, look, I'll, I'll answer it. I'll answer okay. it. Okay. Um, oh, no, it's not a serious question. Never mind. He, he's uh, a real Steve, I'll, I'll you know? Hey, but I do appreciate everyone uh, joining <laughs> and listening to us chat shit and just saying random stuff. Um, you know. And look, you you linked my stuff in the description. You said. Yes. So if you're curious, I'm not. I might not do anything in terms of like socials a lot, but you know that's where I will be if you want to check out my stuff. I've done stuff on vision restoration. I've done stuff on you know mental health, motivation, inspiration, um, discipline, and yeah, dude, lots of crazy shit and uh, and a lot about like life stories and life lessons. Yeah, so they're, they're deep lectures, right? Deep lectures for the boys. Yeah, deep lectures. Okay. Yeah. Great. I'll link them as well. Yeah? All right. I appreciate it. Hey. All right. I'll see y'all. See y'all later, man.